Hey everybody, this is Todd, and this is the pre-intro to our episode today. We recorded this episode a while ago with D. Christopher and Jason Johns. They are two incredible principals, but D. Christopher has since started a new job at a brand new school in Fort Mill, and so he's going to talk about his former school, which he did a phenomenal job leading at, but now he's starting a brand new school that will launch in a year or so. So just so there's no confusion as you're listening in, it is such great content. I know you're going to love it. So thanks for listening in. You're listening to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus a priority in their families. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Todd Lesher, and it is always good to be with y'all. Today, we are talking about how to be Christian in school. And so today, our guests are D. Christopher and Jason Johns. Gentlemen, it is so good having you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Todd, thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, Dee, why don't you start by introducing yourself a little bit about your family and your work and what you're into. I do it. My name's Dee Christopher. I am uh, currently the principal of Fort Mill High School. I've been the principal here for 11 years, 27 years in public education. I'm a little older than I used to be. <laughs> um, South Carolina, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Furman University and have a couple of uh, advanced degrees as well. I have a wife. Uh, it is our. We are in the middle of our Michael Jordan twenty third yes. wedding anniversary Congratulations. year, yep. and uh, have three children. I have a senior at Clemson University that'll graduate in May. Have a senior here at Fort Mill High that's uh, that'll graduate in May as well, and mm-hmm. then a ninth grade son. So uh, they're all involved. The the younger two are involved in Forest Hill. Awesome, fantastic. Jason, what about you? Todd, it's great to be here as well. My name is Jason Johns. Uh, This is my second year at Nation Ford High School. Two years before that, I was the principal at Banks Trail Middle School here in Fort Mill, South Carolina. And prior to that, I was in a Rock Hill School District. This is my 14th year in education. Uh, I'm married to Jennifer. We're celebrating our 20th year this year. We have six children. I'm really excited that my oldest, who is 14, will be joining me at high school next year, and that's going to be pretty cool. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to that. My youngest is one. So we they're they're all, all right. they're yes. all pretty little. Um, yeah. I went to USC Winthrop, a small Christian college in Florida, um, but I was raised here in Fort Mill. So grateful okay. to join you today. Yeah, great having you guys here. Well, Jason, let's start with you. Just give us a little background into why you got into education in the first place. You know, when when you asked me that and gave us the questions earlier, Todd, I wrote down three names. Uh, One was my father, just the influence he had on me Mm -hmm. um, and just the impact a a strong um, male presence uh, could be in shaping my life, both spiritually um, and then just the person I am. My basketball coach, Bucky Baker, Mm. um, he is one of those guys. um, I'm 40 years old now, so I have not spent a whole lot of time with him in the last 22 years. Mm -hmm. But if he were to call me today, I would get up from wherever I was and and go help him, whatever he needed. And then my soccer coach, Todd Morrissey. Those last two were part of my actual school experience, and God really used them to show me how he can use adults in the the lives of of mentoring Mm. uh, children Mm. and students. So um, those those are the big ones. That's awesome. How about you, Dee? I I think the— one of the oddest things about me is my father was my high school principal, too. So uh, from a very early age, um, my dad was always the principal. Mm-hmm. And he had coached and, and done all that, too. And so I, I was able to see from a, from a young age the impact 
um, he had on young people. Um, certainly living in a, uh, a small community, smaller community, uh, really in the country. Yeah. Um, he had a, he had a huge impact on that community, um, at large, but, you know, really that, that field, um, Mm. of education, being able to work with young people, being able to, uh, influence, Mm -hmm. uh, in, in a good way, being able to use, uh, the the character traits that the Lord has given yeah. uh, him first, and then and then to me, um, you know, my my dad is uh, similar to what Mr. John said. You know, I, I've followed in in mm-hmm. his footsteps. Interestingly, my my sister is also an elementary school principal. She's yeah. older than I am, but uh, several have gone into the in the into the same field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I lump myself right in there. I'm not in education, but I'm in ministry because of my dad and a list of names right on down there. So that's really great to hear. So when we, when you think back over the years, right, you both have great amount of experience. What are your proudest moments as principals when you look back? I would say my two proudest moments, it would be, and there's several specific ones, but any opportunity God gives me to come alongside a student that's mm. going through something tough, whether it's yep. an issue going on at home that they just find overwhelming, whether it's a new student who is coming to us and just has not quite found their place and feels alone. Um, you can pick those students out of the commons when they don't have anybody to mm. sit with. Just God, um, and I see it as, as a privilege when he allows you to come alongside one of those kids who needs it the most. Mm. It's, it's easy to be there, um, and, and it's, it's enjoyable, as, as with any of the kids, to be there with the kids during their moments of celebration and when there's huge victories and there's huge successes. That's just mm-hmm. fun. Yep. But to um, have the privilege to come alongside those kids when, when they're really struggling and, and, when, and when they're going through a dark time, mm. um, I count that as a privilege. The yeah. second would be is going through those dark times with my parents, especially mm. parents that have first-time right. high schoolers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, regardless of, of how our intentions or or how hard we work to be a good parent, oftentimes kids are going to make mistakes because mm. they're kids. And to and to be there with the parents, um, whether it's to, to to pray with them, whether it's to listen to them, mm. um, those are some of my proudest moments. Not for me, but just very proud that. God lets me be a part of that. Hmm. Yeah, and I I think the same the same thing. Um, You know, Jason Jason mentioned that coming alongside a student. Um, I've been a I've been a high school principal for fifteen years, Mm -hmm. and so I I have an opportunity to um, I've had an opportunity to know about the most vulnerable in our in our schools, Um, and being able to come alongside them, as Jason said, and see see. see the end result, mm-hmm. um, students making it that maybe a year or two or three years earlier, um, there just wasn't much hope. Yeah. And so being able to come alongside those, I would, I would tend to agree with, with Jason. That, that gives some satisfaction. It also is part of what our mission is mm. um, in, in the school. Um, this is our mission field. We, it's our vocation, but right, it's, our, right. it's our mission as well. Um, the other thing I would say and add is in, in terms of, of being proud, I, I really enjoy spending time with people like Jason hmm. um, and listening to them. Uh, we've, we've got some brothers 
uh, in our school family here mm-hmm. um, that are just solid men of God mm-hmm. um, that we can learn from and we can grow from. And so being able to have conversations um, with with similar-minded people in the same work yeah. um, and in the same field is is really a cool thing yeah. for both of us. Yeah. Now, what's really great to hear is that, and you wouldn't be in this you know, vocation, profession for as long as you have been if you didn't want kids to succeed academically, but win kind of personally or win in life. So you're kind of like touching both places. You have a responsibility to them academically, but then these personal touches, you're like, I want you to win beyond here or outside of here, not just in the classroom. That's really incredible to hear. So let's kind of get into a little bit of the nitty-gritty of school. And the the most glaring thing that I hear as a parent when I have conversations that I've had uh, as a youth pastor, grades come to the top. And they feel, you know, school is only about grades. And so it's stressful. It is the, the main topic that parents talk about. It's what kids talk about. They feel that pressure. And so starting as early for me, I have a third grader, and they're starting to do grades. They didn't do as much in second, first, and kindergarten. But from elementary school, middle school, into high school, grades seem to dominate, especially in the high school, because they are so, they, they influence future college, you know, uh, acceptance and, and things like that. So how do you all or how would you all encourage parents to balance both grades and their their child, their son or daughter's character? Because both are vital. One will outlast the other, and I believe that's character, and character will also influence grades. So how can they both be serious about grades and character? Dee, why don't you jump into that one first? Um, I, I think... I think uh and most importantly is is that students uh, get the character trait of hard work mm-hmm. um, and responsibility. Yep. Um, one of the things that in, in high school, as teenagers grow and mature, I mean, they start off still as, as young, uh, very young adults mm-hmm. moving into, I mean, when, when they leave here, they're 18 years old, they're mature, they have some responsibilities. They're, they don't have it all together yet. Um, but but they're a lot closer than they were when they started with us. So uh, I, th- I think those two traits, yeah. uh, hard work and responsibility mm-hmm. for, for themselves, yeah. the, the earlier we teach that and the earlier we get students to go um, and take responsibility for, their, for themselves, the better. But there's a, there is a fine line in there because parents need to be involved and they need to know and they need to be having conversations with their kids mm-hmm. uh, from the time they're 14, you know, earlier. Mm-hmm. But, but mm-hmm. when they get in high school, uh, they, they can't just drop them off and, and let them go yeah. because there, there are stresses. Classes in, in our schools are, are rigorous. Mm-hmm. Um, there is competition for grades and GPA and, and things of that no- nature, and we, we get that, we understand that. Um, but to me and what I, what I tell parents all the time, the most important thing is the learning. The learning is the most important, um, thing that they get from us. It's not the grade, it's not the GPA because they need to be able to grow here, Hmm. um, while they have somebody at home that they can 
complain yes. to, yes. that they can yep. cry to, that they can whine to, uh-huh. um, so that somebody's there to pick them up when they're down. Mm. Um, I call it here academic trauma. We like, mm. we want students to go through some difficulties while they're here so that when they're off on their own, whether that's in college or or work or the military, whatever, mm-hmm. that they have something to, some experience to look back on and say, you know, I made it through this situation um, last time. So I, I think that's that's so important. There There is a really fine line um, for parents to, to want for their kids so much um, that they take the responsibility away from their their mm, students. Yeah. Um, in the end, the student has to want yep. in order to achieve. Yep. Um, and so that's that's what I would I would that's what I, we talk about a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really helpful, especially to go. Actually, these characters grades kind of set up or are kind of a pathway to that, or taking school seriously, or a pathway to the higher virtues of hard work and responsibility. That's, right. that's really great to see. What about you, Jason? You know, Todd, I think this is a great question. I agree with Mr. Christopher completely. One of the things that I talk about my talk with my um, incoming ninth graders and mm-hmm. their parents with is how important it is we provide an opportunity for our kids to learn to be resilient. Yeah. And then when I hear TD talk about the importance of work ethic and, and, and struggling through something very hard, um, that's what builds that resiliency. And it's hard, mm-hmm. and it is okay that it is hard. And as uh, you know, any ad- advice I would give to parents, and, what I th- and I'm, I'm kind of speaking to myself here, sure, sure. is that to focus on that, don't focus on the grades. Mm. Don't focus on, on, on being so um, intense about their GPA being, yeah, being yeah. where you want it, but focus on their character, um, their work ethic, their integrity. Mm. Uh, if they leave high school with that and they leave high school uh, with a desire to go through hard d- situations and to tackle very challenging things and they thrive in that, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, that's you've done a good job as a parent. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago, I sent an email out to my parent, and I listed kind of 10 observations I had as a, mm-hmm. as a principal, and the first one was that um, – our kids, if they are working hard, grades should not be a source of anxiety, hmm. um, and, and and I believe that. Yeah, I, th- I think the that word that, that Jason used, resiliency, yeah. um, is so imp- is so important hmm. to teach. My my father, when I was seventeen years old, told me to get up. You're bleeding on the floor. <laughs> At a basketball game, and uh-huh. um, because I was bleeding on yep. the floor, I'd gotten hit in the head, and um, I was just laying there. And so that that ability to get up when mm-hmm. we've gotten knocked down, um, whether that's socially or academically, mm. or maybe it's in a relationship with family or yeah. or whatever, is that that ability to get up um, is so vitally important. And to be honest with you, it is one of the areas that uh, we see in schools that is one of the biggest struggles hmm. uh, that students have yeah. is being able to, to pick themselves up after something bad happens. Um, and, and I'm just I'm convinced something bad happened to you is not the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bump in the road. Um, let's, let's learn to cope yeah. and deal with that because we know as adults we've got those bad things that are going to happen in life and in work, yeah, all the time. 
I don't know about you, but resiliency sounds a little bit like resurrection, you know, kind of like a personal <laughs> application from the basketball court to this failed test or this, you know, tension or conflict in a relationship is the ability to get up, right? And especially for Christians, you know, the spirit of resurrection is in us now, not just for eternity when the dead will rise, but the ability to get back up and go, hey, hope drives me forward, change Absolutely. moves me forward. Right. I think that's that's incredible. Yeah. So well, let's let's kind of bring move from character into influencing others as Christians. So we can talk about the day and age we live in, right? Where you know um, Christianity isn't always looked on in the most positive light, but we are still supposed to be a blessing to other people. We're still supposed to be uh, Christ or an example, a witness, whatever word you want to use it, use for that. So how can parents encourage, equip their kids to share their faith with their friends in the school setting? The, uh, one of the things that I talk with my seniors about, and we have a class meeting before every semester, is I kind of challenge them to uh, look in their classrooms and, and in the commons when they're eating and in the hallways for those kids. And the word I use is the most vulnerable kids. Mm. Um, and I know at Forest Hills, y'all use the term the least and the lost. Yeah, that's right. Um, so those kids who are most susceptible to others taking advantage of them, those kids mm. who, are, who are walking by themselves, those kids who they know are going through something challenging. Um, and our kids know that more about each other than anybody else. Um, and I challenge our, our seniors to come alongside those kids. Um, and I tell them I count on them to do that because hmm. um, we're all family. Yeah, that's um, really good. You know, we were talking before, before the podcast, you know, you can't talk about uh, Jesus, at least from a, uh, an adult or a principal role, mm-hmm. uh, but you can act like him in school. Yeah. And, you know, looking through the Gospels and, and the way that Jesus treated others, he spent a lot of times with those who were down and out, those mm-hmm. who were unpopular. He spent a lot of time with, the, with those who... Um, did not have a, a good support system, those who were lonely. Yeah. Um, and, and I would encourage our parents to encourage their children to do that. Yeah. I've got, uh, I drop off two of my kids, and when we uh, are driving up to their elementary school, they go to Dobie's Bridge Elementary School, I ask them um, who's, who is a child in their class who mm. needs a friend today. Yeah. And we pray for boldness, because it takes boldness. It takes courage mm-hmm. to go up to somebody who's sitting by themselves and leaving your group of friends and, uh, and go be a friend to that person. Mm. And so um, that's something that, that would be worthwhile to encourage our yeah, kids to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with Jason. Um, Mr. John, excuse me, Mr. Johns. Um, <laughs> you know, our, our kids live in such a different world than I lived in um, those many years ago um, where everybody... Uh, looked like me. They sounded like me. They went to the same hmm. churches that I went to. Um, part of our diversity in our in our world where we live right now is um, where people are from. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's people from all over the place, and there's there's different worldviews um, out there than I have. And so I I just think it's important um, that we we try our best to be who Jesus mm-hmm. would want us to be and let our light shine yeah. uh, in, in a very dark world uh, a lot of times. And I hope that's not a surprise that it's a dark mm. world out there. But I, but I think our, our students uh, here um, do, a, do a really good job 
um, you know, especially like our Forest Hill advanced kids that, mm-hmm. that, that I get to see yep. every day, um, the way they're able to, to be leaders mm. uh, in their peer groups, um, the way they're able to encourage others, I think is so important. And it's, and it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do um, for our kids. So I, I think Jason hit on it when he, when he talked about his own kids. I, when I used to let my kids out of the car, they come to school by themselves now. <laughs> um, when I used to let them out, I just said, honor God today. Yeah, you know, and what you and what you're doing, and I mm. think prayer, um, praying for them, praying with them, um, and just reminding them, mm. and and making that a reminder, daily, weekly, um, who they belong to, mm-hmm. um, is so so important and so encouraging, I think, to them as well. Yeah, and I had two thoughts pop in my mind. One, when Jason was talking about the vulnerable at school. It made me think of the John 13, when Jesus washes his disciples' feet. I've heard it described that Jesus took off his robe of authority and put on the towel of a servant, and he demonstrated that true power is demonstrated through serving. And so what you're talking about is, we we may never know, but sometimes we get the opportunity to use words and have a conversation about it, but what that person will think in the future of that moment when someone looked out for him or someone gave him a hand up or uh, stood up for him and defended him or whatever it may be or befriended them. Like you said, that influenced their life, faith, future, direction in some, some ways that John 13 has influenced us in some amazing ways. And then the thing that Dee was talking about uh, is you have so many different worldviews, outlooks, perspectives, opinions that... School, public school in particular, almost becomes an unreached people group. We talk a lot about going overseas to reach people, but I've, I've heard, that, uh, heard it described that if you look down where your feet are, that's your mission field. Yep. So that sort of perspective, which you're, how you're training your kids and what you're telling the people around you, right. man, that's, that's really excellent. It, if we move from here and we talk specifically to parents, uh, how can parents best support their local schools, teacher, faculty, and administration to be a be a witness, but also just to be a blessing at the same time? What, what would you say? You want to go first? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the um, a couple, probably three things, Todd, mm-hmm. that I would encourage our yeah. parents to do. One is to um, do their best to to be present for their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, my goodness, I remember growing up, my dad telling me that love is a four-letter word, and it's spelled T-I-M-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so just to be there, yeah. um, just to spend time. If you go into the store, make your kid ride along with mm-hmm. you just yep. to spend time. Attend all their events. Uh, be there as much as possible. Uh, be the house that the other kids come over to. That's good. Yep. Um, um, you know, second, realize that, that you're the parent. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, just something very <laughs> practical, and I shared this with my little list two weeks ago with my yep. parent. You know, know your kid's code on the phone, know all their passwords, mm-hmm. and check it regularly without notice mm-hmm. because you're the parent, and that, that yep. is an act of love and protecting them. Yep. Um, they're going to make you think you're invading their privacy, but remember, you're the parent, yep. so they don't have privacy <laughs> Without <yet>. you. <laughs> the, um, yep. Um, another thing I remind my parents is that relational authority um, trumps positional authority every time. Mm-hmm. And so as your children grow, 
Um, the authority you had over your eight-year-old is it's not the same as your authority over your 18-year-old. Yeah. And so growing that relationship so you still have that, that authority as they get older. Um, and then again, going exactly back to uh, what Mr. Christopher was talking about in our earlier question, just, just strive to allowing resiliency to develop in their mm. child. Um, the teenage years being in a loving household, especially a Christian household, is the perfect time for mm. a child to struggle and fail and learn mm. from that. Yeah. We really don't need that to happen when they're 20 mm. or when they're 30, and right. that to be the first time they go through something difficult. Yeah. Do you take a notes, man? <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was outstanding. I thought yeah. that was wise. I don't yeah. know that I need to. Unless he took your notes. Need to, I mean, no, he didn't be... take my notes. Because I, I was going, that those were, those were really good words. Most of that I stole listening to D. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, you know. Um, no, that was, that, was really, that was really good advice. What, what, what I would say and go, go a, a little bit different direction is specifically uh, in dealing with the relationship of the parent uh, or, or family and school mm-hmm. um, is there, there's there's not an adult in a school building that got up this morning wanting to put your kid down mm. to uh, have your kid fail um, and 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 that's I, I think we get that a lot you know that there there are behaviors. Um, that stick out to us that that uh, we have to hold responsible for uh, what those behaviors are. But um, you know, today is going to be over mm. at midnight, mm-hmm. and tomorrow will be a new day. Um, so those things from today in a week or a month or a year may not look the same. So I would I would encourage parents not to overreact to a to what a lot of times is a small event. Mm. Um, and, and that's something that as a, as a parent, I have to remind myself, uh, my, my son, and I'm going to tell a story on him, he made mm. a bad grade this semester on his first quiz in a class. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because he would, we, we were at home and mom said, what what'd you do on this, uh, on this quiz? Mm-hmm. And he said the grade, and I said, all right, <laughs> and high-fived him. And my wife said, wait a minute, that's a, that's a failing grade. I said, well, he said he was going to make half that. So, so the fact that he did okay, and it was, it, it was uh, an opportunity to treat that lightly with the understanding, with the understanding for him mm-hmm. that this is not the norm. This is yeah. not something that's going to continue or can continue um, if, if you're going to do all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so holding him responsible for that while while treating it, you know, fairly lightly to start with. Um, by the way, he hadn't had any more of those grades um, in the in the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's a good thing. So we yeah. got the message right. across in in a fairly light moment. But it wasn't the teacher's fault that mm-hmm. he made that grade. Yeah, he was yeah. the one uh, that was responsible. And he's fourteen years old. Yeah. So you know he he's he's prone to to do. Uh, dumb things. He's he's prone to forget. Um, he's really prone to forget. Um, so, you know that's part of that's part yeah. of growing up. And so yeah. I, I just encourage parents to, you know, there there's going to be some opportunities where yeah the the school was wrong. How you handle that with grace and truth, as David mm-hmm. has been talking about in the last month, mm-hmm. um, is so important. 
and you have an opportunity as a parent to to even lighten mm. the load of a teacher or a yeah, or a principal yeah. or a secretary yeah. uh, in a time when they were wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, I tell our parents all the time, we're going to go 100 miles an hour for your kid, but there's going to be times when we screw it up. Mm. And and we're we're gonna we're gonna fix those. We're gonna say we're sorry, and we're gonna move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hope is that our parents will move on along with us. Yeah, uh, I love that. Lighten the load for the teachers. Uh, that's really good. Well, let's let's wrap it up here. Would y'all have a final piece of advice or some encouragement to the parents, and then we'll close it down. Well, I, I if I can go first, Mr. Johns. I absolutely. I just want people to know we're not perfect. Hmm. Um, even even those of us who call um, ourselves Christian mm-hmm. are not perfect. There are going to be times when we're when we're not very good hmm. um, for for a lot of different reasons. We're we're down in a valley or whatever. And and so I would just in, encourage some grace hmm. along with that. But mm-hmm. um, also know that there are people in our schools um, that, that believe, uh, in Christ, mm-hmm. they believe in his saving power and they know the difference that he can make in young people's lives, in their life, obviously. Um, so I want my, I want my character to always be shaped by what his character was. Mm-hmm. And I fail at that every day. I fail at that every minute, mm-hmm. probably. Um, but I know that his grace is sufficient for me um, and is sufficient for our students um, that believe in him now and those that don't believe in him mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that's, that's my, final, my, my final word. I, I appreciate having the opportunity to talk. Yeah, it's been good. Man, yeah, Todd, I agree with everything Mr. Christopher just said. That just in, inspired me and encouraged me uh, to just hear that. If the, hear that, if there was one takeaway, I would um, ask the parents to remember humbly is that uh, to to remember that as um, I imagine most of your listeners are believers. Mm-hmm. That as a Christian parent, uh, they tell the story of their school, and they tell the story of the place mm-hmm. where their kids spend four years and two that's a big responsibility Mm. so they tell that story with more authority than 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 anybody else so that when they um, share those experiences whether it's on social media or it's in the grocery store Mm -hmm. to do that with what mr christopher was talking about a a sense of grace and uh and to be positive about it um and 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 the school is, is is as wonderful a place um, as, 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 as their, their perception is yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So, um, again, Todd, what a privilege to be able to spend yeah. time with you. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, thank you both for joining us. And I'll throw in a piece of advice for, some, for our parents as well, and that's just pray for principals and Absolutely. teachers and faculty Please. and administration Especially and coaches. <laughs> yeah, double, double the prayers <laughs> for principals. But then also one way to be a witness, to be a light, is to... Pray for your kids' friends yes. as well. So let's do that. Let's, let me close with a prayer, and then we'll be done. Okay. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do just that right now. We pray for the principals at our schools throughout the Charlotte metro area, um, out into Waxhaw and down here in Fort Mill, Rock Hill, and Charlotte as well. We pray for teachers and faculty, administration, for coaches, uh, that they would 
they would be the influence on, on these kids' lives that you design them to be, a, a positive influence, one that strengthens their identity and their drive and their character, but also helps them succeed in school. We pray for the parents who are helping their kids navigate these years from kindergarten up and through high school and on to college and be young men and women, children of character uh, who also work hard and who are responsible and uh, receive school as a gift and as a, as a privilege to be grateful for. And we also pray for all the kids across our school systems. Ah, thank you for their lives. You died for them, you rose for them, and you have a plan for their lives. Mm. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Parent on parents, you got this. Thanks for joining us for the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their families. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you showed your support by sharing, subscribing, and rating this podcast on iTunes. To watch our services live or find the campus nearest you, visit foresthill.org.